This is George Mann, author of Myths and Fables and Dark Legends, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to the Living Force Podcast. I am C-3PO Human Cyborg Relations. A Utini Podcast Network production. Episode 146, Utini's First Meeting. (laughs) On this episode, the Star Wars Roundup of the Week. Get to know another Patreon supporter. Roger, roger. And the Utini crew meets up IRL. And now, here are your hosts. Dr. Corey Helton. Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Henkel, and Wes Jenkins. Utini! Hello, everyone! Welcome to <laughs> The Living Force, the only podcast that is officially for light and life. We're talking tonight all things Utini, all things Star Wars books, and I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson. And joining me is the man who became so sad upon our departure that he had to rebuild his entire office, Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, man! What's up? I got a new space. Got a new space. Look at him closer. I'm closer to you now, both physically and emotionally after our trip. I feel it. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel it. I, I feel that just intensely as I feel the confirmation of the extreme tallness of Dr. Charles Hankel. Hey, buddy. <laughs> it is now fact. We know exactly how tall everyone is, and that's the only reason that I showed up in Asheville. No, uh, had a great time. I was not excited enough to rebuild my entire apartment, but I have. I don't have any choices. I still have a Christmas tree back there. Don't judge me. Oh, we won't judge you at all for that. Uh, except in the chat. If you judge Charles, uh, F's in the chat for Charles's reputation. Uh, but you know who always will have a stellar reputation? The man who fought back nature itself to get back to Texas. Wes Jenkins. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um... Big thank you to uh, to Timothy, our CFO, for having a conversation with his wife and her suggesting that he leave on Saturday night. Because if that wouldn't happen, I'd still be in Asheville, which isn't which isn't a bad thing, I guess. Um, I had sent I sent my boss like multiple emails, and he finally today this afternoon was like, "Hey, did you make it back?" I was like, "Thanks for caring." But, uh, <laughs> Well, we care. We're happy you're back. We're happy all of you are here in the chat with us tonight as we celebrate uh, our first meeting that happened over the last week. A couple things before we get into that. For those of you uh, that aren't on the video, you don't see I am wearing my brand new High Republic for Life and Light beanie, which can only mean one thing. My hair is going to be terrible for the rest of this video. And also, (laughs) the out-of-print future Utini nomination cover of the year, uh, Fallen Star, came in today. And oh my good oh, wow. guys, it is as gorgeous is as we thought so, it was when we saw it originally. That is fantastic. Um, mm. Absolutely love it. The book, of course, is great, as you can see in our reviews on utini.com. And it's signed by the queen herself, Claudia Gray. Uh, so if you ordered this, it should be getting your way soon. Um, thanks to our friends at Out of Print, not for sending us one, but for making these in general. Please keep making these exclusive book covers, they're so wonderful. And if you got these, we want to see those. Take pictures, send them to us, let us know. And, of course, if you're watching the video, I would be very sad if I didn't say, make sure you're liking the video. Make sure you're subscribed on your podcast channels. Make sure you subscribe to the channel uh, because we're doing this stuff all the time. And sometimes we even make cool graphics like that one. I just missed it. Oh, it disappeared right as soon as I pointed. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. And thank you all for supporting publishing by ordering things like this. All right, speaking of support, we want to say a quick thank you to our new monthly patron, Adam. Uh, Adam, we hope you're enjoying all the things we have over at patreon.com slash utini. 
A lot of cool extra content, including everyone. You thought it wouldn't happen. You thought it was a lie. You thought it was fake. You thought we forgot, but we didn't. The Rogue One commentary has been recorded. The four mm -hmm. of us watched Rogue One together in the same spot. And, uh, gentlemen, how did you feel about this uh, commentary compared to our audio ones? Which I do love, but this one was a little special. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a ton of fun to do. Um, it was probably one of my... Probably the most fun commentary I think we've ever had to do. I will say that the quality for the listener is probably going to be the least good of everything. Turns out that uh, recording everybody's audio in person is really hard, especially when the sofa that is in the Airbnb is like, you know, <laughs> enormous. <laughs> it was comfy. Yeah. I didn't want to touch you guys. It was the reason. So the audio is echoey because we didn't want to physically touch each other too much. Just know that's the reason and we're sorry about it. Um, but, but it's the very first commentary that we did where everybody's in the same room. Yep. And I'm sure that we said in one of these commentaries, like, wouldn't this be so cool if we all did it in the same room? But we did it. We, we did, did it. it together. We did it. We did it. I'm glad it was for Rogue One, too. Man, the movie is so good, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah spoilers. We're, a, lot of the, a lot of the commentary is, is silence because we're just like, ha, 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 cool movie. Yeah. Uh, but if you're on Patreon, that is coming your way soon. And, of course, all our extra shows are up there, including Cafes, Star Wars Archives, The Ghost Crew. And you get uh, some of those three months after if you're not on Patreon. But, of course, you want them when they drop, right? So head on over there to get all the extra content for you, Teeny, and to support everything we're doing here in the new year. All right, not a lot of Star Wars book news this week, except for a couple things. Number one, a huge Utini Ling Force congratulations to Claudia Gray, the aforementioned queen of Star Wars publishing on The Fallen Star, because it has debuted at number 13 on the New York Times bestseller fiction list. Not genre fiction, not whatever, all hardcover fiction books debuted number 13, which makes it, let me check my notes, all right, every single High Republic novel. High Republic is dead, Eric. It's dead, haven't you heard? <laughs> just let I'm it sorry. go. I forgot. Star Wars is dead. It's unfortunate that they are just inflating these numbers, clearly. Uh, no one wants these except for everyone. So, uh, in all earnestness, a huge thank you to the community for continuing to support this initiative. Because as we have shown in our conversations, in our reviews, in the conversations you all have been having, we love this initiative so much. And things like supporting the publishers getting those pre-orders in especially during a supply chain issue shows everyone that we love this era we love these characters we love these writers so claudia gray and all the luminous crew congratulations on a continued just massive success with the higher public now another thing that deals with supply chain and publishing you may notice that i show a lot of hardcovers on this show uh, we do get sent some of the hardcovers for review. We do not get sent the extra ones, but I, I, I like to hardcover collect. Generally, a lot of us like to do digital or hardcover. So sometimes we don't get paperbacks. And y'all, maybe that's a mistake. Because this past week... <laughs> maybe? <laughs> There's no maybe about it. <laughs> all right, we discovered some amazing things here. Uh, first of all, this is the cover to Queen's Peril by E.K. Johnston. This is the paperback version that came out last year. And we loved this book. We wrote a, a stellar review of it where we sang its praises. And apparently, the review was liked enough that it's on the back of the paperback. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. It's on the back of a paperback book. Yeah. Oh. That's nuts. That's nuts. Hey, Eric, we're, do you want to read it? We, yeah, read, read it. Read oh, it. sure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so the, on the back, for, sorry for our audio listeners, it says this. Throughout Ahsoka and Queen's Shadow before this, E.K. Johnston has shared with us her ability to craft characters that feel much more like old friends than fictional protagonists. 
With Queen's Peril, Johnston has reached a whole new level. Um, Utini yeah, well, said I, that. I screamed. Utini said this. <laughs> we, when this, this was brought up to us in our Discord, uh, because our community is amazing and is way more on top of it than us, uh, I screamed so loud when this happened this week. <laughs> yeah, we, we freaked out. I think this is probably the biggest single moment in Utini history where everybody just absolutely lost their mind. And what's hilarious yeah. is this book has been on the shelves for weeks and we had no idea. For months. Since October. <laughs> yeah. It came yeah, out in since, October. Since October. No, no, I think it was later than that. I think it was late. Wasn't it November? November remember. was the and other. only there was a way we could find there out. There was another? I know. It's There's, that, another? There's another? October 2021, which is my birthday okay. month, and I thank months. you for the presence. This has been on the shelf for months, and nobody in the Utini community has noticed. We haven't noticed. I don't know how this happened, but nobody noticed. We didn't notice. So we all just yeah. had this insane moment of freak out. Like, Utini's on the back of a freaking Star Wars book, guys. You, <laughs> like, I hope everybody realizes just how, how big of a moment this is for, for both you guys as listeners and, like, the community and the team, like... This is such a huge moment. I invented the word Utini, and it's now printed on the back of a Star Wars book. Like, it's just, yeah. this is like, I feel Incredible. like we, I feel like we've made it. Like, uh, if we achieve yeah. nothing else, like, this is it. This is enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey, I don't mean to take your thunder away, but you are actually incorrect. I don't like when you lie to our audience. We're not on the back of a Star Wars book. We're on the back of two Star Wars books, because as we were <laughs> in Barnes & Noble together looking for Queen's Peril... We're like, oh, oh, let's look around, let's look around. And then we looked at Victory's Price, a novel that was nominated for the Utini Book of the Year. And at the top of the book, there was another quote that says, one of the more important books to grace Star Wars shelves in quite some time, Utini. It's um, in yellow. It's in yellow, it's bro. In, it's above in yellow, the, bro. above <laughs> the bio. It's above the bio. I know, um, right? It is. It's look. crazy. There it is. There it is. Look at it. Look at it. It's yellow. <laughs> the very oh. top one, too. The very t- the first thing you read when you flip the book yeah. over. It's crazy. And, I, I and how many of us don't flip over the back of the book to see yeah, just buy what's it. on the back to see if you want it? Yes, right. Like Besides looking at the cover. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And this is this is a big this is a big deal for us too because like you know we got on the back of as soon as this happened we found out about Queen's Peril. We were like, okay, we're on the we're on the back of a young adult book. This is really really cool. But young adult is sort of different publisher, right? It's it's yep, Disney, like it's, Disney Lucasfilm does the young adult, right. and then Del Rey does the adults. Yeah. So we're like, okay, so we've broken into one publisher. It'd be really really cool if we could break into both publishers. Turns out we'd already done it. <laughs> and we, it's, we and we accidentally found out about it. So this week, it feels like this week it happened, but in reality, yeah. it's been months ago. This week, Utini found out that we were on the back of two Star Wars books, and oh man. It's been a good week, yeah. guys. <laughs> and, and, and there is like, and, and the moment of it was amazing. Like, for, for so many, for so many reasons. Like, obviously, as Corey said, it's our company. Like, it, it, it's the fact that the community that all of you have enjoyed this community so much and have built us up and told your friends and, and formed connections and and just gone to our site and, and things like that have made us reputable in the eyes of publishers. And we truly could not have done any of this if no one cared about what we do. So thank you all so much. We are, it sounds cliche, but like I'm honored and humbled by this. This is. It feels fake. This so, is a dream. I'm yeah. going to wake up sometime. <laughs> it, it feels like, like a dream. Yeah. Um, we, we, we would not be anywhere without, without the community no, that we, we have away. with us here. And it's like, I'm so glad everybody shares our vision and our positivity and our, our, our ache for more Star Wars. Like we could not do this without them. And you guys are all doing your part by showing up live every week and by listening to the show. And like, it's just, 
it just astounds me every single day that anybody gives a shit what we have to say. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it but it's wild. It really is not just the, the numbers, right? Like people no. who listen to the podcast or people who visit the site, like, you know, look at me, judge me by my size to you. Uh, wearing a Yoda <laughs> yeah, shirt. Right. So that, that feels right. right. Like it's, it really is about the impact that the community has. And however big our community is, like, uh, the people who run Star Wars essentially looked at it and said, like, hey, I really love this positivity. And we've only been able to keep that going because everyone who joins the community is 100% on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And a huge thank you as well goes out to, like, our friends at the publishers. I mean, Tom, Lauren, Lissa. Like, the fact that you all believe that our, our words and our community is, is worth the respect of putting on these amazing books that we love so much means the world. Thank you all for keeping publishing going uh, for all those things. And thank you all again for reading. So cool. Uh, Stephanie, who knows? There should be a bunch of High Republic paperbacks coming out. Uh, check your paperbacks as they come out. We did check Light of the Jedi. Um, nothing yet, but you know also, what? We, we are uh, going to be much more intentional about letting you know when paperbacks are coming out. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> we, we made the executive decision as the team this week, as you could imagine, to uh, we're going to put the paperbacks on the release schedule on the website. Yes, <laughs> for, <we> ours. <laughs> for obvious reasons. For and no once your teeny is not do. on the back, we will probably take it off. <laughs> yeah, once once we break into hardcovers, we'll just we'll just take that off quietly. No, yeah. No. But for real, real talk, though, like uh, we've we've talked about doing the release schedule for the paperbacks for a while now, anyway. So this kind of works out. Time so. to do it. Yep. Well, we're very excited. And again, whether you've been here since the beginning, whether like history teacher gamer, you discovered us just recently and burned through all our stuff. All of you, we are all the Utini, right? That's the whole thing. So thank you all so much. I can't believe we haven't used that yet. Uh, but we are going forward. And of course, if you want your books, whether they be paperback, whether they be hardcover, check out the Utini release schedule. Upcoming next, we got Midnight Horizon, Daniel Jose's YA novel, which I finished this morning. And a review is coming out next month. But what I will say right now, if you don't pre-order this, uh, I, what have I ever done for you? Like, I don't know. Like, try, you got to pre-order this book. It's going to light the internet on fire uh, in every good way. And of course, aside from that, the Higher Public Tempest Runner script book of the audio drama is coming out on March 1st. And I do believe we're going to talk about Tempest Runner. I like scroll, scroll here now. So check out those. <laughs> Get those pre-orders in. Amazon, Bookshop, Books a Million, whatever you want. It all helps you, t &E. It all helps the community. All right, Charles, we have two great book reviews to talk about this week. Hit, hit me with them, baby. Yeah, we do. All right, the first review we have is from Elizabeth M., who read Queen's Shadow by E.K. Johnson. Gave it five stars with a review entitled, First Star Wars Book I've Read. Great choice. She goes on to say, as you can guess based on the title, this was my first Star Wars book, and it did not disappoint. I loved the handmaidens' interactions, and seeing them get personalities was great. Padme was long overdue for some justice, and this book delivers it. I like seeing all the girls' unique skill sets and how the development of the Amidala persona was done by committee. Super excited for Queen's Hope. And you've also got Queen's, uh, Queen's Peril to read, right? Like we were Might just I talking suggest about. the paperback? So, <laughs> Might we do that, yes. All right. I love those. And then our second review, uh, 
Corey, you want to read what Ultimate Sauce has to say? I will absolutely read what Ultimate Sauce has to say. This is from Ultimate Sauce 8, and he reviewed, or she, he or she reviewed the High Republic Tempest Runner by Kevin Scott. Gave it four stars. The High Republic doesn't miss. I finally got around to listening to this one in the run-up to reading The Fallen Star, which means my expectations were very high, and this story delivered. I found the main protagonist, Lorna D, surprisingly fun to explore after not being that huge of a character in other High Republic media up to this point. The past timeline, although at some point slightly confusing, provides a satisfying level of depth to Lorna's personality and good reasons for where she has ended up in the present timeline. The side characters were also quite enjoyable, with Counselor Wittick in it being a personal favorite. This audio drama also ties up some very interesting loose ends from The Rising Storm, also by Kevin Scott. And though it wasn't, in my opinion, the same quality as The Rising Storm, the end of the arc is decently well done. The production value that comes with the audio media... I'm sorry, the production value that comes with the audio drama medium is also amazing, with high-end sound effects and music to bring the whole story together. A solid recommendation for anyone who's interested in either the character of Lorna D in her role as a titular Tempest Runner or any fan of the High Republic initiative, and let's be honest, who isn't? The High Republic Tempest Runner Bronchitis. <laughs> Star Wars. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm so I'm legit so interesting with that review to see what people think of the script book because we talked about it in our roundtable and our reviews that the performances were good but sometimes it was some characters got confused the timelines like uh, like Ultimate Sauce says could get a bit confusing so seeing it in print may be super cool like with Dooku like with Doctor Afra so if you pick that up let us know the script book has a separate page for it over on Utini we want to know if you did both did you like one more. Uh, but, of course, that is coming your way in March when we are all going to be, I'm sure, destroyed multiple times emotionally by the higher public by then. And, of course, if you want your reviews on this show, no matter what, look up your book on utini.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the book profile. Give us a star ranking and a little review, and we may be able to read it on this very show. So, tonight is a very special show, and we were pretty sure what tonight was going to be all about for a while, but once a lot of you kind of asked how our week was, how our meeting was, we had no choice but to dive right in. But before we tell you a little bit about how our week went, how our meetings went, Corey, you took today and created something very special for our viewers and listeners. Yes, I yes, I did. Now, I do want to say that, like, we had a lot of requests in Discord uh, and kind of from different folks in our in our community to, like, like do a live stream, do something together. And, like, we we, we kind of tried. We we're going to do Bounty Hunt Live, and it just didn't work out, right? Like, we uh, like the internet quality at the Airbnb we were staying at um, just didn't really work out. And also, like, what we're talking about here, we haven't really clarified that necessarily, is all oh, of yeah. us had – we have some new viewers in the comments and stuff today, too, as well. Um, we've been doing this show for, like, what, like three years now, right, guys? Like, something like that. It's been three a while, plus, right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, three plus yeah. years. It's been 84 what, what years. Yeah, so I checked, I checked episode one. Episode one was April, like mid-April, 1990. Almost three years. So 2019. Almost three years we've been re- recording this podcast together. And uh, Eric, you get credit for this. Like You made this trip happen. Eric's like we have to we have to get together. We were gonna do it last year, but COVID happened, and then you know that threw a wrench in everybody's plans. And uh, Eric, you pushed us to do it this year, and like I don't think we would have done it without you being so pushy pushy about it. So I appreciate that. Of course, man. It was it was me. I was realizing so often during the COVID times, right when everyone's missing their people, I, I had the moment of like, why am I not more socially unhappy? I guess in a weird way, like I was like, why am I kind of seem to do better? And it was because of you guys. And I was like, yeah, man, if I'm this good, just slacking and zooming with you guys all the time, 
we gotta meet in person. Like, we have to do this. So once we all got we all got vaccinated, we all agreed we were gonna test, we'd be okay. Like we figured out there was a weekend that worked with everyone's vacations, and we were like, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do let's the do thing. It. And then yeah, flights were booked. Sure. And then for let's see now four days in Asheville, North Carolina, the four of us and our CFO and good buddy Tim, who I believe is in the chat right now, and our Patreon manager, you've talked to Timothy Guthrie, uh, joined us. And well. I don't want to say too much yet. I know. I know. <laughs> Chaos ensued. And uh, we, we knew from the beginning this had to be a trip, like, kind of focused around content creation and, and like, going kind of out of our way to, like, film as much of it as that we could. I mean, this was, like, a momentous occasion for us, right? I mean, we've never met in person. We've been doing this thing forever. We have a huge community that will be interested in all this behind-the-scenes footage. And uh, we knew we wanted to turn it into something. And, Charles, you get credit for this one. You had the idea to turn it into a documentary. And I was like, that is genius. I've always wanted to do a documentary. Um, that's really, really cool. So we filmed the whole time. Like, basically – Almost every single minute we were there. We have literally hours of footage. I went through all of it today, and there's there's like something insane, like ten hours of footage or something like that. It is so much video footage, and uh, I, I I watched a little bit of it here and there just so I could organize it and everything, um, so our editors can can help us build this thing out. And we've decided that we're going to turn this into a, a pretty decent documentary. Um, like we, we filmed some interview stuff, some really cool stuff, and, uh, we're going to make it a, a Patreon reward. Um, you know, we're, we're swiftly approaching a thousand dollars a month on Patreon, which is insane. And we're sitting at like, what, about 800 bucks now, I, I believe. So Something we're like going mm-hmm. to try to make this our thousand dollar patron Patreon reward. Um, one, because it'll give us uh, something really cool to, to look forward to. And two, because we kind of need a little time to edit it because there's so much content. <laughs> right? It's going to take yeah. a ton of time to edit this. So. Um, you know, we're going to release it at, at, once we hit a thousand dollars, you know, whether that's in a month or whether that's in June, I, I don't know when that's going to happen, but we're probably going to make it that, that Patreon, uh, yeah. reward. And, uh, today when I was sorting through all the footage, I, uh, I made a little teaser trailer for it to kind of see some of the behind the scenes stuff of things that crazy that happen on the trip. Um, so Wes, you have the thing queued up. You'll throw it. I do. I think that's them up there. Maybe, maybe not. I saw might not be here yet. I saw red and thought it was him. Oh wait, that is yeah, that's them. Dude, this is what I'm talking Holy about. Holy shit! I don't understand how people get It's over now. What up? What is up? What's up, guys? Oh my god! I knew you were sitting on a box. Yes. <laughs>
Alright, that, that's a big question we're gonna have, yeah. That's a question we have. Thank you. I can't wait for you all to be on the projects and uh hey guys, thank you so much for making our Thursday. Our Thursday, uh yep. even better. Always love thank you so much, guys. Hmm, I don't know if surprise is even the word because I fully expected this to be kind of easy and it really, it really is. I mean, it feels like just a podcast, but we're all a little taller. That's kind of the main thing I like about Utini is a group of like-minded people. We're all, we're all trying to enjoy Star Wars and not have people shit on it. That's really the main thing. And I hope that this is not a one-time thing. Like, I hope this is not a documentary that we do about that one time that we met, right? Like, I think that this is probably the start of, of something really cool. Playing Jiro Pursuit. And Ashra. Oh my god. <laughs> no way. What? One of the most important the greatest Star Wars shows in quite some time. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> we, look at the look at we just discovered we're on Victory's Prize's paperback. What the hell? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. We know we're being alive. Now we gotta check more. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh my god. Great job, Corey. Great job, Thanks a lot, Corey. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. miss you guys, man. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so that's that's what's coming y'all's way. Um, so again, we we hit our we hit those goals. We keep moving up. Um, we are. We are so excited. There's so many, like Corey said, hours and hours and hours and hours of footage. And credit to y'all in the chat for already finding some stuff in that little teaser. <laughs> and I was going to start this very organically. I was going to go, how does, how do we start the trip? But we got to jump into one of the things we saw. Besides, yes, Blind Fates, me being the shortest. <laughs> uh, we also had to jump in <laughs> to an interview we did. We did conduct an interview while we were there. Um because a, a, our good friend of the show, two of our good friends of the show, reached out, and uh, they both got some projects going on. And we said, you know what? There's a, there's a bit of a time difference. It'd be tough for us to work during the day. Uh, but, you know, we're all going to Asheville. So would you be available? And they were. And I got Charles, can you tell the good folks watching and listening who we were lucky enough to interview while we were all together and which interview is probably coming out, I believe, in the next week or two? Yeah, so we had the pleasure of interviewing maybe one of the dynamic duos out there of uh, of Star Wars and now of the High Republic after a recent announcement. A lot of people already noticed their faces there in the video, so they know it was none other than Kevin Scott and his best buddy, George Mann. We got to talk to both of them at the same time. 
there was uh, a lot of best friend banter, I think, on both sides of the conversation, which was a ton of fun. Yeah. It was really phenomenal to see them in their element. And, I mean, guys, we got near the end of the interview, not not to give too much away, but we got pretty pretty open and pretty emotional with them, which I think was not accidental with all of us being together for the first time as well. Yeah. Right. I remember a specific uh, question that I had asked, and they talked a lot about a lot about trust mm-hmm. and how they both completely trust each other with their work and helping each other out. So that was a that was a good little bit that I hope that uh, everybody takes away from the interview when they see it. Yeah, it was. I mean, and and you know, if you've been around Utini for a while, we've talked to Kevin before, we've talked to George before. They're all wonderful. We will talk to them endlessly, but there was just something something very very special about having the two of them together. I mean, he, wa- watching the two of them even through Zoom windows just go back and forth. You oh, get so in, fun. You, you get a glimpse into a real, <laughs> so honest friendship. I know, I know. Kevin showed up first and just like shit all over George Mann for like a solid. <laughs> <of time. laughs> it was fantastic. I'm just like, dude, that is absolutely what I would do to Charles if we were in an interview together. Like, it was fantastic, man. And uh, they were a lot of fun. Uh, I'm really glad that we got to accommodate their schedule. Like, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, this is not something necessarily like unusual for us because we have folks in the UK on the Utini team that we often have to try to adapt to. And usually they, they just end up staying up super late so they can work with, with, with the schedules and stuff. But uh, it, it was yeah. it was cool. It was a lot of fun. We all crammed on that that stupid little couch that you saw. <laughs> and my anxiety was like through the roof. Like by the end of it, I'm like, well, I'm way too close to all these people right now. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, so yes, you did see that. We will be releasing that uh, coming up. So keep an eye out both on audio and video as we do. Uh, can't wait to even hear more about that. So, guys, now let's take it back. Let's go a little bit early in this trip. How were our how were how do we get to Asheville? We already said we planned it, but how how do we get there? What were your nerves or thoughts initially uh, going on this trip before we all met each other? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. I, yeah, I didn't even – I couldn't detail it. I couldn't put it into words. I didn't even really think about how it would be until I got onto the plane, until I started recording. Yeah. It was just I – w- I was like, well, I'm just going to meet these guys that I've been meeting with technically for weeks on end, and hopefully it's not weird when we first when That was a big vibe. Hopefully it's, yeah. 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 Hopefully, hopefully it's not weird. Yeah, hopefully it's not weird. Yeah, It's not weird. Yeah. It was like – I'll, I'll say that, like, I mean, we've been doing this thing for so long, and we see each other, and we like we're used to we have the same angles, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I will say this is an interesting, interesting factoid for anybody who's ever met their internet friends or never met their internet friends before. Everybody looks just a little bit different than you expect them to. It's so interesting. It was, it's yeah. so true. I, so yeah. Wes and I flew into the same airport because Corey and Charles and Tim all drove because they're all from the south. Uh, well, Wes is from the true south in Texas, uh, but they're from the southeast. And so Wes and I flew in. So I met Wes at the airport. And I, I, the first time I saw you, Wes, you were looking somewhere else. And I saw this guy from behind. And I legit was like, is that Wes? Like, I, I thought it was. I found that, I, I found that I, video footage today, Eric. I got to watch all y'all's footage oh, that sweet, you recorded so that'll separately. Be in there. And, and Eric's, like, walking around. He's, like, get his phone out or whatever. He's like, oh, I think it might be that guy. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you keep walking. Back. So like, oh, shit, it is that guy. It was, like, funny, dude. I was like. It's wild. Wes is yeah, taller than you think, to... and the hair is not as. It's better than you see on camera. Wes's yeah. hair is impeccable. It's so good. It's, yeah. it's oh, a weird nice. thing that, that I think. <laughs> 
we realize that you assume, I know we talk endlessly about height as a joke, but seriously, you assume everyone's height based on the angle of their camera that they use every week. So right. I, we all presumed Wes was the shortest because his is probably coming down the most. <laughs> and, uh, and we were all surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to catch Eric off guard in the airport. So I was trying to God worked. get worked. a video of him as he walked in, and we were just going to do the slow-mo jog to each other <laughs> and embrace each other in the middle of the airport. And in, in fact, that he snuck up behind me and scared the shit out of me, so, <laughs> which wasn't very hard to do. So, so fitting. Everybody, everybody had, uh, had packed the night before or, or a day before, and I packed uh, probably at 11 p.m., and my flight, I had to get up at 3 a.m. to leave at 3.30. <laughs> so I started packing at 11. I didn't finish till about, I don't know, 1, 1.30. So I sat in bed with my eyes open for 30 minutes and decided just not to sleep. So I didn't sleep that whole day. The first day, I was going on zero sleep. And I think I stayed up for like two and a half days. Yeah. And Corey, <laughs> because Wes didn't sleep at all, what's the first thing we did after we picked us up before we even put our bags anywhere? We went drinking. We oh, went drinking. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, is this, is this a trick question? Because I'm pretty sure nope. we all just started drinking immediately. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, hey, do we need to go back to the housing? No, we're in Asheville. It's at a brewery. And literally, we had known each other in person for 20 minutes. 28 minutes. Sorry. Um, and then, uh, because everything in Asheville is 28 minutes away, don't let anyone tell you different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is also the maximum Charles can be in a car. Charles, I didn't know that about you until yes, this trip. Yes, there are a lot. A lot of inside jokes came out of this that we will probably <laughs> drop on the show in the future. The ones that we can drop live. And, um, and if the you watch this documentary. The documentary is going to have a lot of swearing in it. I can tell you that. We're oh, yeah, by the way. It's, <laughs> it's like definitely. Have to hide it. That's why it has to be a Patreon reward because it has to be hidden behind yes. a paywall because it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not good enough for like – Charles and I are doctors, okay? We can't have this on the internet <laughs> out there about us, all right? It's, it's, if the show is PG, this, this documentary is rated R. But if you watch yeah. it, if, if you do get the chance to see it, and I hope as many of you as possible do – then you will probably pick up on some inside jokes that we drop uh, in the future. You'll be in on those too. So <laughs> yeah. So here's a, a quick pick of the first meetup at the first brewery on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. Oh so my this gosh. Is, this is the first man. And and Tim. Tim. That's what Tim looks like. You've never seen Tim, the Patreon manager. Oh, yeah. There he is, right there. Yeah, and this and, convers- and these guys all got. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll go, go ahead, Charles. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say this conversation. I think we pretty much recorded like ninety percent of it, and yeah, it, and it was yeah. seriously like the first time we all sat down together, actually around a table. We've done enough round tables. This is the first time around a real table, and um, <laughs> I'm super glad that we just had that camera rolling. And I'm really interested to go back and listen to that just for myself. Yeah, me too. Me yeah, too, I mean, too. It, it very much felt like. You know, I was trying to describe to Caitlin what this thing was like because I, I, describing this to people, nobody gets it. I don't think, right? That like, like, like they're like, "Oh, cool, you met up with some of your friends. That's pretty cool." Like, I don't think anybody understands how how big of a deal this was for us because, like, there is this like sense of like profound importance. I think to, to yeah. our meeting up for the first time because, like, I mean, you're right, Eric. Like, like we've all been friends on the internet for like years at this point and like i think you're right we got through the pandemic because of all of yeah. our our relationship we looked at the amount of slack messages that are sent in utini a, a little while back and it was in the hundreds of thousands <laughs> it was like oh okay <laughs> yeah and yeah. Not, yeah. not to mention that it could have gone horribly and there could have been no show tonight <laughs> like, like yes! you know, we could have yeah. broken up the band <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like we didn't. Know. Like, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't even consider that. Like that's what could happen. Yeah, but, but, but we just yeah. stayed in our rooms the entire weekend and it, didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also glad you said that about this that, that first little conversation around the table too, Charles, because like there was this weird sense of like like picking up with friends that you haven't seen in a long time. I mean, it's kind of how mm. it felt. Yeah. Like, it felt you know, like a have... bachelor party. Like, one of us was getting married, and we all were like, oh, yeah, we used to go to high school together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like, I haven't seen I haven't seen you since college, man. How you been? That's how it felt. Like, you just, we just, like, yeah. picked up where we left off, and there was this, I don't know, we had some really heavy conversation just around the table that, that first time about therapy and stuff we were going through, and it's like, yeah. like the fact that we were able to get, get to that point, like, so quickly, it's just a testament to, you know... Internet friends are real friends, guys. Like they are. Yeah. Like, if, if you if you talk and hang <laughs> yeah. out, it's like you know they're real. It's real. All right. It's real to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's something. It's something that you really wouldn't get in your like in if you live in a small town or even a city because you're around a just a small area and you 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 make friends with this with the people in your area, right? But if you you branch out and find friends along the internet, I mean, there's a lot of people that enjoy your sim. The, Enjoy the interest that you do, Star Wars, whether it be sports or, you know, whatever. Um, you can find those people on the internet. And then through luck and through time, you can meet up with them and you can ha- just have your own little Utini retreat, whether it be Asheville, North Carolina or Houston, Texas next year, right, guys? Maybe. Hey, man. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. Like Eric, Eric, I think you actually picked Asheville, which is funny because Charles and I have been to Asheville way more. This is your only time you've been to Asheville, right? So yeah. that was it. That my picked, first time. You picked the location, and we picked somewhere that was kind of central to all of us. And and Tim, we ended up actually kind of making this just like a. We originally planned for it just to be a let's all get together for like the a four weekend, of us. and then it turned into like yeah. a five day trip. And then we're like, all right, let's make a documentary. Tim, you live in Knoxville. That's like super super close. Why don't you come with and hang out? And I gotta say, guys, Tim was a Fantastic addition to the trip. Fantastic oh, addition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It would have been Timothy very Guthrie, without him. Seriously, Timothy Guthrie is an A-plus human and has also met a lot of the Utini team, really, in his travels. Yes, like, I, I met Tim when he came mm-hmm. to Chicago, um, and it was just such a great moment because, number one, Timothy, heads up, man, not only did you literally have the camera out at all times you had to as your job, you're also just, like, an absolute great hang. If you're lucky enough to know Tim, uh, is just a, a glorious friend to have. And I think that's what I realized as you were talking Cor- there, Corey. We all started from a very similar spot in our friendships of like, you like Star Wars books enough to be in a company and talk about it weekly. That is a that is a specific amount of friendship. And all of you listening and watching, I assume you are at least in that bit of like, I like Star Wars books enough to listen to a podcast weekly. Like that that is a defining feature where you can start friendships. But beyond that, this weekend, really, especially those first that first brewery, and then we uh, we hit another place. I believe it was the second day called Antidote. Um, or no, that was the first mm-hmm. day. Uh, I was I was no the, the Hangover was the second. Day. The first day was Antidote. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we hit this place. There was like a, a cocktail bar that was like you know your your typical dim lighting, really good drinks, and like leather chairs or whatever. And we sat around. And these guys that I started talking about, like, Obi-Wan and Thrawn with, and that I still love doing that, we were talking about, like, hey, how's your family? What are you worried about for your future? Like, how's, how did religion play a part in your life? Like, all these things. And, and honestly, some of it, some of it's going to make it into the documentary. Some of it honestly won't, because I think those are conversations that the five of us will carry with us for the rest of our lives, and I hope to, to sure. pick up on next time we're together. For sure. But it was that, like, man, I have not had... 
conversations like these with people I've known for 20 years. And it yeah. was just that moment of like, I can't imagine my life without you dudes in it. And I can't believe this moment is happening so easily. Yeah. Which um, is, yeah. And also real quick in the, in the chat, we will upgrade that at UtiniCon in the future. Uh, <laughs> Let's we'll see. I mean, January seventeenth. The, the idea started. The books now, guys. So like, sky's the limit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but but, yeah. but the what you said, Eric, I think is so important because Star Wars, I think, kind of unintentionally introduces all these deep ideas. Like on the surface, it's laser yeah. swords and and good guys and bad guys, but like it it introduces some really deep thoughts and and I think it was the same way for friendships that formed around Star Wars, right? Like, yeah, we we talk weekly and like we're just on here laughing and carrying on about sometimes some superficial stuff but it really easily shifts into that those deep conversations and, and some those of those roundtables man some of those part mm-hmm. two roundtables like, part two. we part we two go yeah. antidote <laughs> antidote was a part two roundtable for sure <laughs> it was uh, yeah that was a part two, seven roundtable bro <laughs> so that yeah. makes sense. oh was it second day okay yeah yeah but yeah. uh but i i totally agree and i do hope that we can put some of that stuff in right it, because yeah, if definitely. you are just interested in in that kind of stuff behind the scenes for Utini and, and the living force specifically, like that is going to be in the documentary too. Like, yes, it's about Utini, but also it's just about friendship. It's like the idea of friendship yeah. and what it means to come together, yeah. especially on the heels really still in the thick in a lot of ways of like a pandemic sure. where everyone had so much isolation and, right. and whatnot. So there are some bigger ideas, you know, that are in star Wars, but that are beyond star Wars as well. Yeah, and I think I think that's a really important thing to bring up too, Charles, because like, um, you know, just so we're not we're not just talking about how cool it all how it was for all four of us, five of us really to meet up in person, right? Like we spent a very large part of the the week discussing at a like at a foundational philosophical level, what is it that we have here? Like what is this thing that we've that we've made that like how did we get like Charles, you said multiple times. I love that you kept saying this. Is like we have no business knowing each other. The fact that we're just like we all are just in the same place at the same time. Like it's just insane. Like Charles and I are at the yeah. same place in our careers. We're not that far living away from each other. You guys all heard me on a freaking podcast and like emailed me out of the blue. Like the the entire concept of like a community and like building an idea around a a positive idea. I think that's key, right? Like it's not just, mm-hmm. we always talk about like, yeah, we're just here to be positive about Star Wars, but like we're not shills, right? Like we recognize flaws and things like that, but like we talk so much about choosing the joy. And so we, we spend a lot of time talking about like finding a community or finding your place, like finding people to connect with and like what that means and how you go about that and how you do that. Because like, that's important for life, right? That's what, that's, a, that's what purpose yeah. is, right? That's like why we all live is like, Charles, I listened to part of your your interview of like when you're you're talking to the camera. We do all these kind of like sit down professional interviews of lighting. You saw us setting that up in the in the uh, in the in the trailer there with a couple of clips from that. And like Charles, you said like we have a limited number limited amount of time on Earth. Like like these moments that you have with friends and family and, and things that you can build and really care about and, and hold deep down in your core. Like hold those memories deep down of like. Like that's what life is about, man, and like that's that's what I yeah. want to spend my time doing, and and that, that's such an interesting concept that we've all just sort of found this community here, and I hope that Utini can kind of be that for lots of people, even if it's not just like, it's not just like, you know, meeting up with people that you like and you're friends with on the internet, but like I hope that you can find that small ounce of joy from connecting with people that that value the same things that you do. 
And uh, I, I love that we spent so much energy on that this this week. Yeah, and I think what, like one of the marvelous things about that, Corey, you talk about how many things had to go right for this all to happen, how many things had to go right for every person watching and listening to find this community or to find the people that you love in your life. Like, Stephanie, you put in the chat. Like, in, in all seriousness, I mean, we watched Rogue One during this trip. Everything is as the Force wills it. And, and I think that's one of the cool things we talked about with those lessons that you're saying, Charles, with Star Wars having these deeper lessons. And on that note, another thing that I, that I really wanted to point out about us and about some of you that are, are maybe thinking about meeting people either in the Utini community or, or that you like as well, I was kind of amazed at how much what you see is what you get there is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just amazed that, like, I, what you see on this show, it could be characters. It could all be characters, right? It could all be like, we, we perform a bit. This is a show. Especially when Eric. I got there, yeah, like, I, <laughs> this is it. You know what I mean? And I think one of the, like, we literally got there, and while we were drinking, we're like, what do we do? We play Star Wars Trivial Pursuit and watch the Siege of Mandalore. Like, that's what we did. We watched yeah, Solo. No. We watched Rogue One. We put on New Hope to get up in the morning. Like, it, right. I was kind of surprised that basically what, like, all the things that we talk about on this show were actually what we do. Because I feel like everyone kind of, you, you pretend a bit when you're around people that like Star Wars. But you're, you kind of downplay it a bit. And you kind of downplay what you want to do. Mm. And it's like, no, no, no. We are the people that talk about Aralani, and we're the people yeah. that, like, I mean, Corey, you played Trivial Pursuit with a level of mastery <laughs> that was, like, not only mind-blowing, it was slightly <laughs> erotic, and it kind of changed the way I view the world. I thought that as Corey played Trivial Pursuit, I looked at myself in a mirror and said, why do you think you know things? Because I don't, but Corey does. <laughs> You had memorized every movie in its entirety. You had played it with the skill of a chess master playing 4D chess in the middle of a snowstorm in mm. Siberia, but mm. you didn't care because you were going to get all those pizza pies. You Solo was on in the background. That was me as a diversion, you rookie. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to stop you, but you said, no, 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 no. I'm going to leave you in the Mimbanese mud, and I'm going to take over, and I'm going to take over this game, and I'm going to get the coaxium shipment and deliver it to Dryden Voss, and you did. And it was astonishing. Uh, and that was a great moment in the trip. So, honestly, <laughs> we know the things we know. We are the people you think we are. And I think that was one of the just one of the things that I was so thankful for that I didn't have to, you know, put on a, a veil yeah. of what yeah, – Even I, when we did non Star Wars was, we wanted to do what we wanted was, to do. <laughs> I really felt like everybody was unequivocally themselves during this trip. Yeah. I mean, like, I, yeah, I didn't feel like I sure. had to fake yeah. it at all. Like, With the R rating, as, as Charles said. That's, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. the difference was. Yeah, I mean, just like, <laughs> I mean, we talked about really personal stuff. We talked about family stuff or relationships. Like, we talked about everything. Like, it, it felt like I didn't have to, I didn't have to hide at all, right? And, like, we, we've talked a yeah. lot about that at Utini, that we've tried to build a community in which you don't have to pretend to be someone else, right? Like, yeah. Because we all felt like that growing up, like watching Star Wars. Like, we all felt like right. you had to pretend like it's not that cool, right? You like, hide you the be, paperback mm -hmm, behind right. an encyclopedia yeah, yeah. or something. You're like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm just reading the newspaper. Read the, like, when you read the paperback, you fold it around, right? So you don't you don't see the Star Wars, right? I did that. I did that growing up, right? Like, but you a, but you still see the quote on the back. That's the most important thing. That's, you that see that the quote the on the back of the paperback. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and, and yeah, I think I. I would say that everybody w was genuine. Nobody was put up a veil, and nobody was trying to be something that they weren't. Right, yeah. and and yeah, I can and we could all tell. We could all we could all tell like if you're being if you're trying to hide something because we've been talking to each other for like three years now. I mean, we we know, right? So 
Um, but just meeting everybody for the first time, it I mean, it took me, I don't know, anywhere from five to six minutes to, to realize, hold on. I've been chatting with my with my friends for the past three years. These are I don't have to act different. I don't have to act weird. I don't have to watch what I say because everything that I say is genuine and it's true. So yeah, it's the angle have, of the neck. Like honestly, yeah. if, if I told you that out of all of us, one of us Great got analogy. up in the morning and went on Goodreads and looked at what kind of books he could read while listening to lo-fi music, one of us made a really mean <laughs> burger. Like you know who these people are. Yeah, like it's it was very clear and. It was just a really great way of, of realizing that not only can we create a company together, not only can we run these shows, but we can also live our days together. And it also, on a bigger level, as I'm seeing the chat here, I mean, erotic trivial pursuit, strip trivial pursuit, everything has a price. Patreon is still going, absolutely. <laughs> um, but, but it does make me very excited and hopeful uh, to a thing that we talked about a couple times on this trip that we still are unsure about, and that's Star Wars Celebration. Because I think that Star Wars Celebration is the place where a lot of people that live slightly more isolated lives come together and meet people that either you've tweeted at a bunch of your Twitter mutuals or you are YouTube or Discord or whatever it may be. We have all of these isolated lives, but we've talked with these people for so long and you finally meet each other. And that's why you hear about all these fun parties at Celebration where people are like, oh, my God, I've loved your stuff forever. I've loved you forever. And it's so energizing and this weekend was kind of like a mini celebration preview for me, too, because I have never been in that situation with you guys, obviously, or any of our team members. And we are still not sure whether it's happening at this point. Nothing has said it's not. But <clears throat> given that, you know, E3 canceled its, its in-person for June, also It'll in California, yeah. we will see. But if it does happen and, you know, everyone does their part to make sure it's going to be safe and it's going to be okay – I think this was so encouraging for this community we've built to see that if we're all like this and we all have a good time and you all listening or watching or engaging with community kind of at least like what we do and like who we are, we are all going to have such a marvelous time together because we're all going to be able to pick up like like we like we never left, like we never didn't know each yeah. other. And it's just going to be such a fun time mm-hmm. of seeing friends. And it got me kind of doubly excited for what this could be on a bigger scale. For sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I don't know if, I mean, if celebration does happen, uh, we've applied for everything. Now, like, like getting on the back mm-hmm. of the books is like an insane, an insane accomplishment. You know, I, I think the the icing on the cake is if if we get a booth or a panel at celebration this year, which we've applied for, like I will. I will feel like we've achieved everything that I ever set out to achieve, like with 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 the company. I will blow out a microphone at that panel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I will absolutely. let you know. Absolutely. But <laughs> if we don't get those things, right? If we don't get those things, if we don't get the official recognition that we're, we're we're seeking and working hard towards trying to get, right, with the panel and the booth and all that stuff, if we don't get that, that doesn't matter. Celebration is still going to be an insane time, and we're going to put all the all the budget that we have set aside to do those things. We're just going to throw it into a really sick party, which is going to happen regardless if we get those things, yeah. right? It's beer, yeah, it's beer money. We're gonna we're gonna have our our little bit of Asheville. We're gonna take that, put it in into Photoshop, and then whoop, we're gonna expand it. And we're going to bring folks in and just be like, hey, 
Isn't it awesome to love things? What's your yeah. name? Want a drink? Yeah. Like it's so be it looking was... for it. Be looking for it. If you go to yeah. celebration, if you're the only this is the only time you listen to the show, be looking for the Utini party at celebration because if we all make it to celebration, it's gonna happen. You know, we have yep. we have some folks on the team actually. Freddie over at Legends Look Back, um, he actually lives very close, basically in Anaheim, essentially, right? So like we're gonna we're gonna ship him all of our gear. A bunch of us are staying with him if it happens, and he's got some really good ideas about places we can make it happen. So you know, keep an eye on the website. That's gonna happen. If we make it a celebration, be on the lookout for for those event yeah. details. That will happen. Freddie, I hope that you are aware that we were going to ship all of our stuff to your house. <laughs> but it, it, nope, I, I hope haven't you told you it live. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, here's where I am now. As we look towards the future, we look towards this trip. I think it's only fitting that we tell folks this was going to be a five day trip, and then what happened was <laughs> on the fourth day. We're all sitting around. I, uh, we, were, we were on a call with Freddie, actually, hilariously. We're on a Zoom call. We're all sitting around on Friday night, actually. My phone buzzes. I go, oh, interesting. I got as many as a text or something. I look, and it's, a t- and it's a notification from American Airlines. I go, oh, that's my airline. I'm flying out in two days. What could they possibly want? And I look. It's not check-in. It says, hey, your flight's been canceled. And I'm like, that's not great. And I wondered. I'm like, okay. They put me on a later flight. No big deal. None of the notification. Your flight's been canceled. I say, all right, this is not great. So what we did was immediately <laughs> all after our call go into a problem-solving mode. And we realized that the biggest snowstorm in years' history was about to hit Asheville. And there was a decent chance that Wes and I were going to be stuck in the southeastern United States. Uh, <laughs> and I was lucky enough because, Charles, can you tell the good people how you literally saved – my uh, my weekend, my trip from uh, being stuck in the middle of North Carolina. Mm, yes. So I let Eric ride with me back to the city I was already going to. That's how good of a friend I am. Um, so nice. Char- Charlotte has a massive airport. And the storm front, the like ice storm of, I don't know, the past five years in the southeast was moving like west to east. So if we drove to Charlotte... That I was going to anyways, because I, I already had to leave a little early to go to a friend's wedding. Um, then we were going to beat the storm. And we were going to let Wes just fend for himself with the rest of the boys. But we, we got out <laughs> yeah. of there. We did. On Saturday night, we rode the storm, as Mark Andrew would say, except we didn't. We got out early. And I got to say, on camera, I don't know how they'll ever see this. Nicole, who works at American Airlines in the Charlotte <laughs> airport, is a hero. Because I had an 8.20 flight, and I got to the airport early because Charles was great enough to drive me. We had, we, that, those hugs you saw in the teaser, that was our last meal together. We drove mm-hmm. up. Oh, we listened to Fallen Star, hilarious on the way up. And I got in the airport, and I was ready by like 6.30 for an 8.20 flight, and I knew the storm was coming. And there was also a 7 p.m. flight. And I'm like, hey. I went to the gate. I said, hey, Nicole, is there any way I can get on this flight? And she said, oh, yeah. There's so much room, you will be on this flight. And she got her manager over, they got me all figured out, and I had a basically empty plane with no storm problems. I got off easy, I got in perfectly safely, and it was, uh, it was great, because then as I landed, I got all these Slack messages that Wes was having a little issue. So Wes, how was your way out of Asheville? <laughs> Man, well, that was a wild experience. Here's a little, here, here's a little thing. I don't have a name, but United Airlines. Um, <laughs> it would be it would be incredibly helpful if you sent an email or a text message to me and tell me that my flight was canceled. 
um, because I got a message saying it was delayed on Saturday. Um, I didn't get the message. No, I had to go into your app to figure it out. And then um, I was I had my feet up on the couch about Saturday night, and uh, Corey was showing me his one of his favorite cartoons, Futurama, and we were getting ready to watch like I don't know, probably the first two seasons. And then um, <laughs> accurate. Our, <laughs> Our, our good friend Timothy comes out and says, hey, by the way, uh, my wife had just told me that I probably should leave tonight because that storm's going to get bad. And I was like, interesting. Yes, Let's so just take a look. She, they, were, they were paying cl- much closer attention than we were. We had been, we originally planned on walking, like finding a, because Eric wanted to watch uh, some sporting event that I'm not aware of. He wanted to find the NFL before, playoffs, Corey, you know, the oh, NFL yeah. playoffs. Some, something before of, you get into that, something of, of, of you, minor importance. Uh, we were walking around downtown. We were going to find like a sports bar or something um, to to watch it at, right? And uh, we here we go, yeah, yeah. So we were walking around downtown, and we we're like <laughs> we like peeked in this sports bar. Eric wasn't with us; they had already left by by the way. And uh, we're like we were walking by the sports bar, and they had the freaking weather pulled up. <laughs> and here's, a, here's <laughs> instead a, of sports, instead of sports, they were not watching the <laughs> NFL playoffs game. They were watching this insane storm that was about to roll into Asheville <laughs> on like the big projector screen at the sports bar. So it it kind of worked out. You wouldn't you wouldn't get to watch your sporting event anyway, Eric. So oh no. <laughs> But then Wes. So, so continuing, I checked uh, the United app, um, and it was very well put together. And <laughs> I noticed that there was a a red triangle with an exclamation point inside of it. So I click on that, and hell, if I'd have known that my flight got canceled, not just delayed. So my flight got canceled for Sunday morning, which I was supposed to fly out of, and it also got canceled for Sunday afternoon. And then I just checked to see how many flights were going out of Asheville on Monday. None. Tuesday was the next flight that would let me go out of there at about like like 5 p.m. So I was like, this isn't good. We can't we can't have this. So the next flight or next area available would be Knoxville, Tennessee. And who lives in Knoxville, Tennessee? Timothy Guthrie lives in <laughs> Knoxville, Tennessee. And he he's so graciously let me ride with him to uh to knoxville for the like two hour trip and uh dropped me off at uh, a hotel right by the airport so i didn't have to go very far um and i woke up early at 6 30 to for a uh for a 9 a.m flight and it got pushed back till about noon so i was there for a little while um i i had a bite to eat after i had a, a, a little breakfast and then um <laughs> And then I, I got on the plane and touched down in Houston at about uh, twelve thirty. So um, it wasn't all bad, but uh, we, the thing is, we all got home safe. So that was that was the yeah. main point. We and and people, really people think it. that if you're not like maybe in in the southeast or maybe you just weren't affected by the storm, you might think we're exaggerating. The Airbnb owner that we were staying at, like. <laughs> emails Corey and is like by the way like if you guys aren't going to make it out you can stay there oh and even though you lose power it's okay like you can just use the fireplace like they were just also, ready for also we'll, yeah and they were like oh we'll, we'll cut you a deal we'll cut you a deal only a hundred dollars you're probably not gonna have electricity but only a hundred dollars I was like <laughs> yeah. come on this should be free like come on yeah, like, so, I don't think that's happening yeah, the south, we all, we're not heathens we cleaned up before I we know, left I know exactly. the, the south is not prepared for winter snowstorms and it almost, yeah. almost got us all trapped Trapped in in Asheville, we all made it home, one yeah. way or another. We made it. But home. what's crazy is if that had come through like four days earlier, right, four or five days earlier, none of us would have even made it there. 
So, because this was not mm-hmm. an easy. This was easy, the only window. Yeah, this was not an easy trip to coordinate. Like, obviously, Courtney have residency schedules. They're pretty restrictive. Uh, Eric and Wes had to fly halfway across the country. Like, it, if it had been just a little bit off, we would still be sitting here having ne- never That's met true. each other in person. So, we were lucky. True. Yeah. yeah, and I can't believe, like, I, you said in the chat, we said it earlier, like, it is as the force wills it. Everything worked out. Mm-hmm. We had... Great times. The the weather. We got to we got to sit outside for a couple of those breweries. We had you know had our jackets. Had a good time. It got a little chilly on some nights, but anytime yeah, it did, end. it was totally fine. Uh, we did some other amazingly fun events that are again all on video. We cannot wait to edit this together for you guys uh, because it's really just going to be fun. I can't wait to see it, frankly. So I I am just so so thankful that one I got you guys all as friends and Tim. You're not on this call. We love you. Uh, and I'm so thankful that we, after three years, got five guys from different cities and different time zones to get the same days, to go to the same place, to outrun a winter storm, to have mm-hmm. just an absolutely phenomenal time. Uh, mm-hmm. So as we, as we wrap up this retrospective, I want to ask, one by one, we did this before we left, so there's an official answer, but now it's the unofficial answer. Uh, what's... I guess what's your biggest takeaway of our first ever meeting as friends? Charles, start with you. Oh man. Okay. So I will expound upon this more in the documentary proper when that comes out. But just to be brief, I think this, this experience really cemented for me, like the importance of found family because as Corey said, I said a few times, like I have no business knowing you guys. I did something very out of character for myself, even sending that first email to Corey uh, to, to try to join the Utini team however many years ago. And just looking back at that and, and looking at the hours that I've spent talking to you guys about something I'm passionate about and that I love and how that has progressed into genuinely some of the best friendships that I have on the, on the face of this earth. Um, and to kind of culminate in a way with this entire trip was just so special and we've made it this far and had these experiences and I don't think any of us is planning on going anywhere. So I'm already looking to the future to what's coming up next for us. Mm. Mm. Corey Helton grunt test. Mm. Oh man. Passes the Uh, grunt test. Let me tell you. It does. All right, Corey, what do you got for your own grunt test? Man, like I... I feel I've been talking to Caitlin. My my wife, of course, is a therapist, right? So we we've talked a lot about my feelings. That's just cheating at life. That's such a great thing. It is cheating at life. (laughs) It really is fantastic. And like like I told you guys earlier, my spirit is just full right now. Like like I, I just feel like like I have had a whole bunch of a whole bunch of points on my on my purpose. My purpose punch card, that's a better way to put it. My purpose punch card, a whole <laughs> bunch of points just got punched, right? Like, I feel like, you know, I've said a thousand times that Utini has just shaped my life in ways that I had never imagined. Like, getting to do this crazy thing that we do together, getting to meet you guys, like, it's incredible. It's incredible that we have this. But I don't think, I don't think, and we talked a lot, we talked about this a lot on on the trip, is I don't think that what we have here is necessarily a miracle, right? I think that like mm-hmm. I think there's there's a recipe for finding joy like this. It's the and yes, you have those things of the right people in the right time and all those types of details, but like there's a couple things that like stand out that we really try hard to do here that that 
that just attract the right people, right? Like we, we focus yeah. on joy. We focus on positivity, right? We focus on finding the things that you love and the things that you, you want to enjoy intentionally, not just like we just love everything because we don't love everything, right? We talked about, you know, check out the most recent episode of Bounty Hunt. We didn't love episode three of, you know, Book of Boba <laughs> Fett, right? So, but like, like, we just have a community here where we're so singularly focused on a mission that, that like really brought all of us together in this weird and unique way. And like, I think everybody has a place, right? Everybody has a place that with people that they, that share the thing that they have, right? Whether that's Star Wars or knitting or dogs. Like, I don't know what it is, like, but there are people out there that, that share the thing that you love and like, you just have to find that community and find out how to connect to it. And, and, and like, that is what life is all about is finding these small moments of joy. And it just, it's incredible. I look back on this experience. It's incredible that we even had the joy, privilege and honor to even make it happen. Like, it's just insane that we were able to be in the same place at the same time. It just worked out and that we know each other for so long. It's just, it's insane. Like, I just don't even have the words to describe how profound this entire experience felt. And I'm here for it, man. Like, if there's anything that that has absolutely put the nail in the coffin of, like, Utini (laughs) is here for freaking ever. This is it, man. Because, like, (laughs) I I cannot see a future in which you guys are not in my life at this point. Like, and and that's that's an incredible thought. Yeah. Wes? Amazing. Um, So, like Charles said, um, we'll rehash this in uh, in the documentary. Um, Found family is great. that's ex- exactly what I was looking for. Um, kind of like what Charles was saying as well, but, um, finding, finding friends that accept you for who you are, um, is really one of the main takeaways I took for this weekend. Um, I was telling, I was telling the guys during, um, our second night, um, that, uh, I was, I was invited on like a, on a hunting trip. I mean, these hunting trips come up, uh, quite a bit, but, um, they were like, well, hey, aren't you coming down for this? I was like, no, I'm actually not coming down this weekend. Um, I have a, I have a, a trip set up with the with my with my Star Wars friends. I do the podcast with, and, they, and my buddy's just like, may the force be with you. And um, I just know for a fact that they were shitting on me the whole weekend. And <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just how my friends are. They're, everybody breaks each other's balls. Um, but <clears throat> I mean, that's fine. They can they can do that and make fun, but. Um, I like this thing. I like the thing Star Wars that I have that they don't. Um, and it's it's just like any uh, anybody's hobby. Like whether you like sports, whether you like um, horseback riding, whether you like um, indie indie car racing. It's it's that something that brings you joy. And mine is Star Wars. And I've found this group of people to share my Mondays with, to share my everyday with, pretty much, um, and talk about the thing that makes me happy. And I don't think that's wrong. And I don't think that, sorry. And I don't think that's something that, um, that you need to hide. You don't need to be bashful about it. So finding this community, finding my friends for life, um, is something that, that I'll never forget. And I'll never, I'll, I'll always have you guys to to talk Star Wars with. I'll never, and I never not want to watch Star Wars after these damn shows. Like every time we have these shows, I want to go back and like watch Rebels or Clone Wars or something. So, uh, I mean, thank you guys for for being there for me for for allowing me to like this thing that that I thought uh, that I made fun of, and it's 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 nothing to be made fun of about. It's something to to embrace. Dang, yeah, yeah. All right, 
I mean, <laughs> your turn. Yeah. Eric. What is left? Um, what, what is the profound thing that you have to say, Eric? Yeah. Oh my God. Ditto. Uh, no, like I, and obviously in addition to all three of you, this, this trip, I had a lot of expectations for it personally, and somehow it still exceeded them all within the first hour. And I mean, I learned that I unabashedly love you guys. I, like you're all saying, I can't imagine a future that you're not in, and that's awesome. I'm very excited about that. I feel like that's the best kind of friendships, best kind of relationships when you look ahead in your life, and it doesn't, you don't even think twice about whether I'll have you, Teeny, or I'll talk to Corey, Charles, and Wes on the daily, because it, duh, it's a given. And I think that's what I've realized this weekend is that you are a given in my life, whether it be the weekly shows, or the be now at least our annual retreats. I uh, I can't imagine this weekend going better, but I know that everyone's going to be better than the last one. And like you said, Wes, I'm so thankful that something that I love has brought me people that I love so much and has brought me just so much freaking happiness. And I didn't realize how much I missed seeing you guys when I'd never seen you in the first place. And the only downside about this whole thing is something that Corey said is that, God damn, do I miss you now. I know now what it's like to have y'all in the same right. room. I'm depressed as And shit I right need now. it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also can't wait for it to happen again. And I'm already, as we're wrapping up tonight, I already can't wait for next Monday. And I think that's one of the greatest things about this whole thing. So all y'all that listen and watch, I, I hope that there are people in your life that are your Corey West, Charles and Timothy's cause God damn, does it make life better? And it makes mm. life pretty freaking cool. Um, mm-hmm. but I guess, you know what? We are going to go keep being, keep being bros. We're going to go keep living our lives <laughs> and you all, Doing that bro you shit. all keep, <laughs> that's right. Find your bros, find the people you love, reach out in the force and find them. Tell them you love them. Tell them you can't wait to see them because they need to hear it too. And now my friends, that'll do it. For this week's episode of The Living Force, if you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. You are the reason that this documentary will get released in the future, and we hope you're enjoying everything that we have up there so far. A special thank you goes out to OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, JG Kars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Matt Billington, Tyler Latour, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C., and Sally and Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Living Force Pod. The company is at UTN underscore US. I'm at Eric Eilerson. Corey is at DocStarWarsMD. Charles is at C. Hankel. And Wes is at Boss Wes. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. Wes, our producer, community manager. Timothy, our filmographer. And Nicole at American Airlines. Thank you to Corey, Charles, and Wes for podcasting me tonight and for being my brothers every day. And as always, it's for us to be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you. Always.